show plan for you guys tonight we're going we're going to go over subject matter that you know that i encounter a lot because a lot of times people you know they want to get you know they're new to entrepreneurship they want to get in business we've talked about this before you know we talk about my basic business blueprint but what i'm going to give you guys some steps to kind of rehash it they're in no particular order but these are the thing, 10 things that you need to do before you start your business again i'm going to give you 10 things you need to do before you start your business okay because like i said i get all kind of calls. Okay. Hey, what do I do this? Do I set up this? Do I set up that and everything? I'm going to give you 10 things you need to do. No particular order, right? Mm -hmm. No particular significance of importance. But these are 10 things that you need to do before you start your business. Okay, again, I am Deontay Burton, a.k.a. Mr. Short Dollar himself. You know I'm the Mr. Short Dollar YouTube channel. We talk about personal finance, business, entrepreneurship, and investing. Well, we're streaming live on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, LinkedIn, TikTok, and Twitter. The main hub is the Mr. Short Dollar YouTube channel where we have over 700 videos. We have a grants playlist with over 150 grant opportunities. So regardless of what platform you're watching us on, Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, LinkedIn, whatever, make sure you make it to Mr. Short Dollar on YouTube. Go to the YouTube channel, subscribe to the YouTube channel, and make sure you follow so you can get you know, hold of all the great information that we've uh, previously posted uh, already and all the information we have coming down the pipe. Before we get started, I want to say what's up to my also producers, DJ Lab. What's going on, bro? This is another mm -hmm. Thursday. Uh, best day of the week, right? Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> I was, also want to say what's up to my other producer, Slick316. What's going on, Reek? What's going on, Slick? And the building, as usual. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But yeah, man, it's um, uh, had a pretty good week. Had a pretty good week. You know, still kind of recuperating from tax season and everything. Oh, okay. You know, Has it slowed down some? Nah, I mean, nah, we still, you know, you got all the people in the queue that you have from, uh, for the extension, so okay. we just kind of get on top of that and then kind of take care of some other stuff and then catch up with stuff with the, the channel, so still been, you know, somewhat busy and everything, but everything, you know, busy is good. Yeah, uh, you at that 26000 <laughs> Okay. Yeah, 26000 on the YouTube channel, what? <laughs> yeah, like, I appreciate it, I know. You ain't know that? No, no. I, ain't I looked at it today. 26,000. Okay, we had 26,000 subscribers on YouTube. So, listen, man, I appreciate everybody. Yeah. Thank y'all. Love y'all and appreciate all the support. <laughs> man, that's cool, man. Yeah, yeah. 26,000. We're pushing it through. Man, Made it. That, 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 that's what's up. Yeah. That's what's up, man. Appreciate that, laugh. Man, that's good news. That's right, good news, right, man. Right, right, uh, Other good news, guys. Mother's Day is, uh, what, three, four days away? So make sure, you know, you know, if your mother's here, mother not here, you don't know where the hell mama at, still enjoy celebrating everything. So um, um, I know my mom was giving us our um, itinerary. <laughs> <laughs> my mom tuned in already. No, not yet. Mama yeah. ain't tuned in yet. Uh, now, me and my sister <laughs> were trying to figure stuff out that morning. Uh-huh. Totally against every damn thing we... <laughs> it was a total different list. <laughs> okay. So, she she said y'all noticed like this is what I want to do. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So we we gonna we're gonna make it happen, mama. That's right. With this six red bone twenty eight oh, I don't play with y'all. Absolutely not. Right, right. Absolutely not. Twenty six thousand. That's what's up, man. A lot of hard work. A lot of hard work. But uh yeah, man, you know, I, I really wanna touch base with regard to this information. Ten things you should do before you start your business because again, 
Uh, especially in Atlanta, everybody and mama want to get into business. Everybody. And the problem come up a lot of times is that people want to get in business, but they uh, have challenges talking to credible people. Mm. So everybody you know, went out and got their LLC. And they trying to do this and trying to do that and everything, you know. That happened uh, more during the pandemic, dude. Oh, absolutely. Did everybody get an LLC during the pandemic? Oh, everybody got one. Everybody, <laughs> so they can get that PPP. They <laughs> get that PPP money. Right, right, right. But, 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 you know, theoretically, you know, I'm always pushing entrepreneurship. You know, people want to, you know, you, you want to try to step out there and try to do something different. See if it works. If it don't work, we can at least say you try it. Mm -hmm. But a lot of times things get kind of crisscrossed because people try to do it, but they try to do it the way they want to do it instead of theoretically the best way to do it. Right. Because that's, regardless, regardless what you're trying to do with every business, you want to do landscaping, pressure washing, uh, 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 Uber lifting, whatever kind of business you want to have, music, whatever, uh, it's going to be different as far as the products and service that you're actually putting out there. But theoretically, from a structure standpoint, everything's still going to have pretty much the same kind of following. Okay. And um, what happens is people want to skip steps. You know, we talked about before about having certain steps in business. And when people want to skip steps, you miss a lot of everything. And then when you want to go back and fix it, you may got to go, you don't skip from step one to step five. Mm -hmm. And because you skip two, three, and four, you got to start all over again. Okay. okay. And you may not have the time to start all over again. You may not have the money to start all over again. So, again, the journey to get from step one to ten may be a long process, but once you do it right, you can just roll from it. Mm -hmm. Instead of keep constantly stopping and pausing and repairing and patching and everything like that. So that's why I want to go over, t again, ten things to do before you start your business. And, again, guys, remember, um, it's no particular order, but for the most part, all of these need to be done. Okay. All of them need to be done, okay? Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, with the first one, I'm, I'm going to uh, talk about, and I think this is probably one of the most important things of doing it, you know, finding your why. Why the hell am I doing this? Mm -hmm. What is the reason why I'm doing this? You know, um, is it money? Is it peace of mind? Is it hobby? Is it passion? Whatever it is. Uh, we can go over and, over and over again. You can listen to any kind of speaker and the person telling you, you should do your business because of this, because of this, because of that, whatever. Mm -hmm. It's nothing wrong with it. But number one, you need to fundamentally understand why you're doing it because the reason why you're doing it is going to set your pathway in regards to how you're going to move forward, you know, mm -hmm. going about it. If you're just doing a little side money and everything like that, you want to necessarily have the same kind of passion path if you're trying to actually leave your job or just go out there and step on face or whatever we're mm -hmm. doing and stuff. You're just doing it in addition to. Right. Uh, if you're actually trying to set up something that you can roll over or whatever, you want to build generational wealth and everything, knowing that why. And what inspiration, what motives you have with that, that's very important. Mm -hmm. Because, again, you can get advice from me, and I can just tell you, hey, this is what you need to do, but I'm giving you the advice you need to do for you to take the steps to leave your job. Okay. And now, hell no, I'm cool at my job. Okay. I just need to make a little, you know, drinking side, money. Right? Yeah, yeah, you know, <laughs> right. so I can go to the club have a little, little, little time. Money. I ain't yeah. Trying, yeah. So, so, and when you're doing that, that's it's very important. Mm -hmm. Have those kind of, have your structure set up, and really just that pathway. With doing it. And I think that's why I say a lot of times when people get advice, they get holistic advice. Mm -hmm. And people tell you, do this and do that. But it may not be necessarily the best way. You know, you might just want to get the hell away from your spouse two or three days out of the week. Ain't that wrong with it. Right. However you want to do it, however you want to do it, rather, you just need to make sure that, you know, you're going on the right uh, uh, path just understanding why. So understand that why. What is my motivation? What is the real reason I want to do this? Mm -hmm. And actually, then from that point, just sitting there thinking about, you know, uh, what I want to do and how 
the end result looks once I get it done and then kind of just vi visually picturing the pathway of going about it. Mm -hmm. We ain't necessarily saying, okay, I got to do one, two, three, four, five. No, but I'm just saying visually like, okay, that's what I want to do. And, you know, this will be the end product about it. Because the reason why we say that is to go about what we said before. With my wife doing this, what's feasible about it? Right. You know, can I do this with my kids and all this kind of stuff? Is it is sustainable? My, is, my, is it sustainable? Mm -hmm. Is my significant other going to be supportive? Not necessarily with words, financially, time. They picking up the slack on that end. How is that going to go? Um, uh, does my work availability, you know, allow me to do that and all that kind of stuff? So we got to kind of, once we get the why, we got to kind of figure out, you know, something with the hows and stuff. Mm -hmm. Not the straight technical hows, but just lifestyle. Oh, okay. You know, is that going to be a you know role for now? So again, making that first question, asking that first question rather, um, uh, what is my why? Finding that why, I think that's very, very, very important. Mm -hmm. And because again, my why and your why may be totally different, but I know damn well a house going to be totally, totally, totally different. different. And that's why a lot of things again, when we start talking to Pooch or Lab or this particular person, get you know they, and if they don't ask those particular questions. The advice gonna be based off of what they think would be best for you, no. not understanding who you are or what you got going on. Right. If that makes sense. Does that does that why also change the process for the how? Does the why if the why? I guess it would. You know, Absolutely. It's gonna change the process. Yeah. yeah like Cause you know how much money you got, how mm -hmm. much constraints you got from a family, availability, kids, mm -hmm. uh, financially, all that stuff dictates everything. Okay. So now you got you you got the dream. But then you gotta look at the pathway to the dream. That's yeah, why I say you vis yeah, you visualize. You ain't gotta necessarily get all the hard steps, but when you look visually, okay, can I do that? Can I not do it? Mm -hmm. Okay. When a, when you just say you uh look you interviewing for a job and you get a job, you know, yes, you get offered a job and you start looking at, okay, you know, me having a job, I don't have it now once I get it. And then you start looking like, damn man, I ain't gonna never be home. I ain't gonna be able to do this. I get to travel this, that, and that, but I'm gonna miss all the kids' games. Mm -hmm. All that kind of stuff comes to your mind. Right. Sometimes we start looking before, okay. you know, uh, then we, you know, we can get it. You may not be privy to some of the information before you take a job, but you know, when we're looking at having this business and stuff, we can kind of just try to, you know, get the scope of it. And some things, even with that, you may not necessarily um, encounter certain things until you get into it. Okay. But if you can just kind of just spend a little time thinking about my why and looking at that end result, how they kind of visualize to you, mm -hmm. I think that'll make you know help you out a lot. But, you know, trying to, you know, uh, uh, set out some kind of pathway. Okay. 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 Uh, the next thing is uh, you need to write a business plan. Now, let me explain something. We say business plan, guys. And again, we're talking about 10 things you need to do before you you start your business. Um, when I say write your business plan, you guys can do, you know, you can come to some office like mine. We do business plans or whatever, you know, to help people get funding and things like that. You don't need a traditional business plan with, the, you know, the executive something, you know, where you probably want to have, somewhat of an executive summary, but you don't need all the performance statements and the projections and stuff. But you need some kind of blueprint or roadmap okay. Okay. on how you want to do your business. And I think that, that that will help you out a lot because, you know, you're looking at your products and services, you're looking at that SWOT analysis, strengths, weaknesses, threats, and uh, oppositions, looking at just having a realistic, you know, idea of what's out there. Mm -hmm. Instead of just saying, I'm going to sell cupcakes. <laughs> I make the best cupcakes. Yeah. I've been told I make the best cupcakes yeah. there is. You know, so that's what I'm about to do. You know, who, how, price, and then all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Do some kind of roadmap or plan with doing certain things and stuff with doing that. Okay. Um, 
and I and I and I, and I promise you, it'll make your life and transition trying in entrepreneurship um, a, a whole lot easier. Okay. Because far too often people jump into it. What's always the biggest thing? I didn't know. I, I didn't, didn't know. know. You right. Know? And I talked to such and such, and they told me this, that, and that. Um, and I'm pretty sure they did get you. A lot of times people do get good information, again, for them. Mm. You know, it's kind of like uh, um, a person like me. Oh, no, I'm going to take me out of the mix. Like, I know when I went through my, 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 uh, my divorce, I had a lawyer that was almost 30 years in the game. Mm-hmm. So she done seen so much. Right. She done seen me. She done seen this other person, you know, and everything. So she can give me the the, the advice from a perspective of a person that's seen a million of me's and all that kind of stuff, different variables and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Whereas I can give advice on my experience. It makes sense? No, I get what you're or, saying. Or, you know, like if I talk to you or somebody else, the other people that have been through it, kind of some shit from mm-hmm. that perspective. But nowhere near from the vantage point of a person that has seen a gazillion of them. Mm-hmm. Same thing, somebody come to me during tax season. People are like, man, I got that letter, Deion, da 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 panicking. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, I look at it, oh, that's all this is. Mm-hmm. Because I don't seen hundreds of those over years, you right. know? So th- those kind of things. But when you talk to a person, you got to be very careful when these with these business plans, business ideas. When you're talking to a person that's been in business, a lot of times they're going to get, they can give you advice. But keep in mind, they're giving advice for their situation. You kind of want to make sure that when you're getting advice, remember I said, guys, credible. Not credible for they ain't been in business. Credible, they're able to give you certain advice of your your position, mm-hmm. your situation. That's very, 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 very important, guys. I really want you guys to understand that. You got to make sure you're dealing with people that can give you the right advice or somebody can steer you to the person that can give you the right information, right. Okay? okay? So write that, that business plan is very, very, very important. You need that structured blueprint, roadmap to help you keep in bounds so you can actually look at the scope of work you're trying to do, products, analysis, things like that, something. Like I said, you don't have to get the same kind of business plan that you would need for, you know, bank funding and things like that if you're trying to get some kind of investors in, but you need some kind of blueprint, you know. Okay. And I think typically people charge me what from five to a little bit over a thousand. And you might say, well, hey, that's a lot of money. We're, we're doing that, but I may be worth it in the end. You'll, you'll lose that money. I mean, you'll, you'll lose it. Keep starting over and everything like that, fixing stuff, you know. So remember what I always say, guys: the more we can do on the front end, the better. Right, you're going to pay. Yeah. You're going to pay in the beginning or you're going to pay in the end. Hey, I tell you for all the time. College ain't for everybody. Education. You're going to pay for somebody's education. Yours or somebody else. It don't matter. Somebody's. Going to get the education it, paid for. It, it, you know, again. Again. It's going gonna, it's gonna to happen. And that's why I said a lot of times people are like, okay, man. Mm-hmm. Mm. Shit, you got to sit there and you got to pay them attorneys this and all that. Going to get it. Right. You ain't going to know everything. So, you know, again. You're paying for the game. Mm-hmm. You're paying for the game. So that's right. just, just keep it from there. It's going to come back to you. It's well worth it. Mm-hmm. It's well worth it and stuff. You're going to have some missteps here and there. But, you know, definitely always get sound advice. I'm always going to push that. So write that business plan. It's number two. Again, we're talking about 10 things you need to do before you start your business. The third thing is decide on the business structure. Okay? <laughs> what I mean by decide on the business structure, we're talking about the basic business entity, that being a regular partnership, so proprietorship, LLC, S-Corp, C-Corp. Um, we get to ask these questions all the time because people say, hey, man, I got my LLC, we're doing that. The problem come up is a lot of times people don't understand the whole gist of the different business entities in regards to, you know, what they have, you know, uh, uh, which, what, which, what each one has, you know, especially if you're going to it by yourself, you, you're looking to roll it over, you're looking to um, transfer ownership, sale, 
whole whatever. You got partners and stuff. And people just say, hey, let's just get this together. And not right. understanding that. Uh, and I get the people a lot of times, you know, I had a, uh, one of my business partners. She hit me up during tax season. And uh, she was like, hey, man, listen, we got a lot of people that came because, you know, you have so much videos on the Internet talking about getting your escort. Okay. Because they draw the things saying you'll pay less in taxes. Okay. So, yeah, all these people getting these corporations, and they were filing to be an escort. Okay. Well, theoretically, people don't understand what an S-corporation, subchapter S, yes, you do pay less in taxes in the end with an escort, but someone in that escort has to be receiving a wage. Right. A wage being a W-2 employee. Mm-hmm. So these people have not been paying, they have not had themselves on payroll. Okay. And what I mean by payroll, you actually file in payroll, you file that those quarterly taxes with IRS, Department mm-hmm. of Labor, and Department of Revenue. They have not been doing that. Oh, okay. So when you get you you listen to somebody on the internet telling you what to do, theoretically, yes, but the whole process it's that you got to follow is different. Mm-hmm. And people haven't been doing that, and it's biting so many people in the butt. So she was calling, hey, we need to do this. We need to sell this information, do this. So, you know, again, you know, you know, I'm talking to people. We're thinking of opportunities right. to help people fix it and stuff. But those kind of things that people don't understand. Because they heard this, they heard that. Oh, it's a lot of information on the internet that might not be correct. Well, again, we can. The, the easy thing to do is go to WebMD. Mm-hmm. When you, you know, you told her, you back her, this, that, and that, and there. But at some point, you got to go to the doctor. Eventually. That's me, you, anybody, and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And again, we, we have to get away from that because, you know, like I said, the first thing people call and ask me, what do you charge? Mm. You know, they ask you, what do you charge and all that. You tell them the number, whew. Like, <laughs> you know, but right. damn, man, you want you want to make this six figure business, mm-hmm. but you want to pay them pay a damn a dollar two to get everything together. Right, that ain't gonna happen. <laughs> that ain't gonna be happening. That's a lot. I mean, come on now, like, right. damn, you you, you want to make all the damn money, but you don't want to spend a damn thing. No, that's just generally how it goes. Yeah, and and, and 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 that's the thing about it. If you're gonna have your little, you know, gas station damn aspirations. Shit, you want to spend, you know, that's why they're going to go with the money you're putting out. Mm-hmm. You want to be, you know, everybody want to, you know, take pictures, go on trips, smoke, take pictures, smoke cigars. Living a good and life. And all this shit, you know, yeah. But no, hey, you got to get to get. And that's how it is. <laughs> True. You know, so those particular things I think people miss out on a lot. But just getting that proper, getting decided on the bidding structure. And some things I want you guys to consider. We start talking about the LLC, C-Corp, S-Corp. Guys, I'm always going to tell you, go to a professional. Go to a professional. Go to a professional. Accountant, attorney, some good consultant, spend that money on the front end. Mm-hmm. Go to profession. But some things to consider is uh, operational in, in regards to like functionality of the business because it may be things you may say that we're in business together. Lab's going to do 7% of the work, but I put in most of the capital and the mm-hmm. initial investment, so I'm going to get most of the, uh, the profit. Right. A lot of times, some businesses you can't necessarily be structured. If I put in most of the capital, I'm gonna get most of the other profit, mm-hmm. you know, or it'd be the other way around. Right. You have that flexibility, so you gotta make sure that, <clears throat> excuse me, that you have, you know, uh, uh, the the right structure. Because again, like I say, you go into actual corporation, mm-hmm. you invest, you know, seventy percent of it, you get seventy percent of everything because you got the most ownership, mm-hmm. right? So those kind of things you gotta sit there, and, you know, take you know take consideration with those, you know. Those particular things, you know, the uh, the, the S corps and C corps, you got a little bit more functionality, you know, in mobility. But you know, it's, it's not always the case. That's with, true. With every entity, uh, transferability. If you want to leave stuff and everything, that structure of the business, you know, it has a lot to do with that. Uh, taxation, how the company being taxed, how taxes is the company just being taxed by itself? Is it getting refund? 
um, if you have just flowing through or whatever, all these kind of options got to be taken. And also another thing is even more funding. You know, you know, you know how you're going to receive capital if you have to raise capital, giving out shares. You have to get certain loans. You have to receive grants. You have all this kind of stuff got to be taken consideration when when you're thinking about the entity. Again, the C Corp, S Corp, LLC, um, partnership, all that kind of thing has to be taken into consideration. So again, I will say again, pay for some kind of consultant. Mm. Pay for some kind do of consultant. Do it early. Say do, it early. do it early. Because it's going to cost it. you more as it goes, right? As it Absolutely. gets worse, Absolutely. the price is going to go up. And you may not be able to recover from the mistake that you had in regards to uh, not doing it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So that, 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 that was one of the biggest things I think a lot of time people... You know, they they made mistakes, and you find out early, man. Shit, I didn't know I'm fixed up. Right, and then like like we've said, like you said many times, you know, it may sound high when I tell you the price, but it's gonna be even higher if I gotta fix it. You Absolutely. Know what I'm saying? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Man, try to try to go into business, and you got one of them damn Google invoices and Google contracts, uh-huh. and somebody run off in your ass, and you trying to go back and sue them. Right. You got this damn little Google contract with all them damn loopholes and shit in right. there. Right. Because you're not an attorney. <laughs> you can pay a attorney three or four hundred dollars uh-huh. and make a standard contract that is just pretty much standard for everybody. Right. And a, you, know, you know, might get a contract. Exactly. Exactly. So those kind of things I just want everybody to kind of keep in mind with it. Again, you know, when you're looking at that entity, we're talking about 10 things you should do before you start your business. No particular order, guys. And I will. It's not on the YouTube channel now, but I will post a list. Okay. I will post a list, guys. So remember, go to Mr. Short Doll on YouTube. You can subscribe to the channel, but I had a list on there. We're talking about 10 things you should do to start your business, and that was number three. Number four is file your paperwork, okay? Guys, compliance is everything. When I talk about file your paperwork, getting that EIN number, getting registered with the particular state, if you're going to have an escort, filing that 25, 24, that 2553. To get viewed as a subchapter S, if you got to get registered with the county, if you got to get registered with the city, the mm-hmm. state, all that kind of stuff, all the compliance stuff, get that stuff together. You got to get certain zoning permits and all that shit. Go on and do it. I remember when I started uh, the salon, uh, I was so happy, I had that money, want to go get the uh, 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 get the salon open. I didn't know that in the state of Georgia, you had to get. I thought you know you just you know get the. Um, the business license, mm-hmm. because you got a salon. Even though I wasn't a stylist, I thought just the stylist had to get a the actual salon had to get a, mm-hmm. a registered, had to uh, registered. With, with, with the secretary of state's office. I didn't know that, mm-hmm. and all this shit was coming down me at one time. Then I had to get uh, uh, that was my first brick and mortar play. Even with a salon, it was a uh, uh, different with the the other offices where I had to get uh, uh, five the five inspectors had to come several times. Mm-hmm. Two or three times they get inspections and all mm-hmm. that stuff because you're dealing with these salons and heaters and dryers and all this other kind of stuff. And a lot of shit, some stuff I kind of maybe thought, some stuff I had no clue of. Mm-hmm. So it, it was a big learning curve for me, but it also taught me in the future we're doing different stuff, be kind of looking. So that, you know, again, that's over 20 years ago when that happened. But a lot of times people do things jack Right. And don't, you know, and, and, and it doesn't work, especially if you want to get in those uh, uh, food industry. Oh. Bars, restaurants, and stuff yeah. like that. If you don't have a have again, guys, I'm I'm gonna be honest with you, man. Shit, you know, get your restaurant consultant before you start, mm-hmm. so they can give you an idea how much money you're gonna be looking to pay up front. Instead, you just in a reactive mode. It doesn't pay to be that way. It does not pay to be in a situation where I didn't know, I didn't find out. Man, they keep asking for this account. They ain't gonna pay somebody on the front end. It, that money will come back to you. Cause yeah, now you people don't to, realize in that restaurant business, you got a food service license. 
on top of your other licenses. So yeah, you know you gotta be you gotta be uh, certified in preparing food. It's a lot goes into that. It's not just oh I make ribs. I'm gonna open a restaurant tomorrow. Uh uh-uh. uh yeah, and you know, you you dealing with a health inspector. Oh, you might be dealing with even with the fire people and all that other mm-hmm. kind of stuff, maximum capacity things like that. But those kind of things again, if you do your front end work, make sure you got the right folks in place. Right. Again, we're talking about ten things you need to do before uh, starting uh, starting before you start your business. Those number four, file your paperwork, guys. Make sure compliance is everything. Like mm-hmm. I said, I can't I can't stress that uh, uh, enough in regards to that because so far too often, people want to get. And do certain jobs, but they don't know. Even with there's a tax preparer business. Everybody want to be this tax preparer every year. I see more and more, especially when you know with the advent of social media. Everybody mm-hmm. want to start doing taxes, but uh, it's a uh, circular two thirty. That's the guiding rule for all tax preparers. That's mm-hmm. you know the IRS issues that tell you certain basic rules that each taxpayer can't do. Mm-hmm. A tax preparer cannot advertise prices. We can't oh. advertise your business. You can't. You can't. And you got and they 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 promote whistleblowers. You can't. You call me on the phone, I give it to you. But I can't get that to you over the damn uh, in public. Really? Hell no. Think about that. H&R Block, Jackson U, Liberty Mutual. You ever seen anything with advertised prices? You can't. I, I think I have, though. No, you never seen one on them. If you seen somebody do it, they weren't uh, compliant. Oh, okay. I guarantee you they ain't did it. Okay. They'll get shut down. Hey, you know better than me. No, 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 no. Feel free to, feel free to uh, look it up. Nah, I no, I believe. No, no. But, but, but what I'm saying, people do that. Mm-hmm. There's so many things you can't do from, especially from an ethical standpoint, mm-hmm. with doing it. But people don't try to. They, I want to get this business started and everything and stuff. Well, that Q said that's right. Appreciate you tuning in, Q. Um, one one of the biggest things people people do that because they're looking at I can make this money. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's a lot of headaches to go make that money, it right? Is. <laughs> the right you way, know, anyway. you know. Guys, you know, because you know, I you know, I'm pretty pretty much a handyman. Now I want to go out here doing certain jobs, some people housing stuff like that. You know, you know, you basic contract stuff. They got certain certifications and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, you remember a couple of years ago when that tree hit my house, right? And you know, man, I'm telling you, I'm posting up looking for people. Man, there's so many MFs coming on my house. You're like, damn, man, like you know, they, you know, you know, I'm asking for, you know, your contract, the license, I'm this, that, and that. I gotta give you that and all that stuff. Like, come on now, <laughs> right? For and my it, safety it, and it, yours. It, it, you, you know those particular things. You know, I found out real quick. You know, just like people really, it's it's so many people that are uh, aren't aren't in compliance. Mm-hmm. And being a salon owner, dog, let me tell you this: you be shocked how many barbers and beauticians out here are not licensed. Right. Now they do have, I mean, immense. Best, mm-hmm. the best barber, the best stylist, but they ain't got no damn license. Been doing this shit since they were damn teenagers. Yeah, right, right. But I'm telling you, don't have not one license. And that license not easy to get. I, remember I told you we were gonna open some line, and I had my ex-wife go get a license. Man, and I was like, you need to go get a, a, a you know, a cosmetology license because I, because I looked it up and I knew. Well, actually, I talked to some people who were already in the salon business. I knew that the salon had to have. A license because the people coming working up under you may not have one, but they can work under the salon license. Well, no, nah, they can't work under now, Joy. They can't work under not they now. Work, uh, but they used to come back okay. in the past. Well, yeah, but but they got to work up under a whoever the master uh, cosmetologist. Like you have your the salon license. Mm-hmm. The, the, the salon, Joy. That would be my the, ex-wife. The, did. Yeah, yeah, the salon was arrested with the state, mm-hmm. but actually you have to have each stylist. But to your point, you have to have that 
uh, whoever has that master cosmetology license, somebody else can be in there working mm-hmm. under them if they're in yeah, there. Yeah, that's what I'm, but, I'm sorry. That's what, yeah, my ex-wife had the master cosmetology license, but we also had to get a license for the salon we was yeah. going to open. Gotcha. Right, okay. But check, right. check that out. But see, here's the deal. When, when the people call and say, hey, man, you got a spot for the uh, open space in your salon. Yeah, I got it. So my next question, okay, cool. You know, folks are lying all that kind of stuff. You start throwing in. Uh, what booth rent gonna be right. this that, and that but yeah man we got this that and that room available got to do this that and that so in addition to you know having your your state license you got to go to the city college park and get a license for yourself too mm-hmm. oh i gotta have a license for with the state mm-hmm. yeah so i was set them up with that couple everybody like right, 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 right. but like i said man you'd be amazed some thing guys you go to you know and i know the state of georgia you can sit right there at the Looking at Chelsea, supposed to have a label right there, so mm. everybody can see it. Cause boy, pop up. I say boy, boy, pop up all the time, mm. and so many times people coming there. And I'm telling you, I um, my my wake up moment was I had that salon probably about maybe three, four months. Mm. One of the girls got mad. Later, I bought it from. She got right. mad. She got back on her feet. She just probably regretted. She sold to the young boy. Didn't do nothing wrong to her. All right. Shout out to Carol. And uh. <laughs> Uh, she did some more dirt ass What's stuff. Up, Carol? Yeah, dirt <laughs> ass. She called the state board on me, uh-huh. and they came out. And whoever pudding was, hello. <laughs> I said, hey, are you the owner? I'm here, and I didn't have. I was registered with the state, right. but I didn't have my uh, my uh, 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 license on the, on the wall. And the reason why I had my license on the wall. Because, you know, it's a slum. I'm trying to find some feminine frames to post <laughs> in it. Nice. So I had the, the the license in my brief. I was in my office downtown. Mm-hmm. I said, hey, I'm, I'm downtown. I could be at the shop in my 10 minutes. I'll bring them. You know, but I wasn't thinking. I wasn't thinking they had the physical. You know, and, mm-hmm. it, and it was in black and white. But, again, Poochie ain't reading. He right. moving fast. It's over 20 years ago. And um, he said, you're trying to style me. Sweetest cotton candy. <laughs> they trying to style me. Say, man, yeah. I said, I'll be down in about 10 minutes. I'll put them on the wall. I get down there. He had two $150 fines. Wow. Left right on the table. Carol sitting there. You should have your stuff there. I said, man, Carol, you got to get the hell out of my shop. <laughs> she got to get the hell out of my shop. Get the mm. hell out. Sue me. Right. Sue me. I got to get your ass out of here. Right, I right. put her ass out that damn day. <laughs> I never forget that shit. I called the police. Yeah, man, just in case you say I touched them. Right, right. Get the hell out of my shop. Right. Get the hell out. And, uh, but that was one of the things, uh, who that Poochie is, uh, what they say? Uh, hey, Poochie, go buy a tiny house. I think that's what you're talking about, right? Go buy a tiny house. Yeah, yeah. That's Lady Lila. She said, go buy a tiny house. Go buy a tiny house. Hey, Lila, hey, Lady Love, what's going on? <laughs> what's the name of, uh, uh, but that was a big, big uh, learning, learning lesson for me. So, again, mm-hmm. so many times people, or doing certain things, you know, you want people want to, you see my here on the side of the road, mm-hmm. pulling up, selling, you know, t-shirts, selling, you know, selling food and stuff like that. I ain't got no damn license to do this. And again, I'm all about free market and all that stuff, capitalism, everybody making money. But you go out here, you got the grill, you know, you know, pay for this Megatron grill. Your, everybody know you got the best ribs in Atlanta. Tender. One person gets sick. And everything, you lose everything because you number one, you ain't licensed, you ain't got this, you ain't got that, and you're supposed to have that. Right. You're supposed to have that. You sit out there, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you. People, people say, let me start the business, and I get the rest of that stuff once I get my business. Yeah, going, yeah. Get the money together. Again. You know, even you're a street merchant doing certain stuff and everything. That was one, you know, the, hey, compliance is everything. Get mm-hmm. your stuff in order, okay? Because here's the deal 
one of the things I want to just share with everybody, I'm going to make sure I can get, jump it over shit. Uh, uh, I get to that. I get to that, you know, uh, with doing it. But being in compliance is everything. Again, this is 10 things you should do before you start your business. I'm Deontay Burt, a.k.a. Mr. Short Dollar himself. This is the Dollar Hour. Guys, remember, go to Miss, whatever platform you, you're looking at us on, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, LinkedIn, TikTok, and Twitter. Go to the Mr. Short Dollar YouTube channel where we got over 700 videos to take advantage of all the great information we have currently on the channel and all the information we have coming down the pipe. Uh, but definitely, you know, even if you came in like later into this show, go to Mr. Short Dollar on YouTube and uh, uh, catch the whole show in its entirety. Uh, and that was the, again, we're talking about three, 10 things you should do uh, before you start your business. And the fourth one was file your paperwork. The fifth one is open up a bank account. And this is very, very important, guys, because what I want people to understand, um, a lot of times, people ask all the time, uh, and some of the comments or different things, mm -hmm. what's the best account for uh, for a business account? Mm -hmm. And you got people responding and whatever. They don't know what the hell they're talking about. <laughs> yeah, let, me, let me explain to y'all, guys. You know, you need to understand this very, very importantly. There is no best business account. Mm -hmm. It's the best account for your particular business. Okay. Because what, what, what you and what I advise everybody to do, meet with two or three different banks. And I understand everybody may have different uh, restrictions in regards to... Um, you might got be on the damn bad checklist. You mm -hmm. might just coming out of this. I get that. So mm -hmm. we ain't gonna go into the stream shit. We just the regular stuff. Right. I always advise people to go meet with a business banker uh, prior to opening up their business account. Mm -hmm. The reason being is from a functionality standpoint, depending on what your business is, it may or may not uh, uh, be a good idea. What I mean by that, let's say you got an online store, mm -hmm. online store set up, and you got to integrate to the 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 actual business account. Mm -hmm. So a lot of business accounts. They don't integrate or have right. offers there or be able to connect with cash. Some mm -hmm. don't. Right. Some don't. I mean, you got, the, the, you got the big damn, you know, probably the big five or six, you know, your Bank of America, Chase, and Wells and stuff like that. Yeah, they have that. But, you know, a lot of your locals and stuff like that, they don't have that. Right. You know, and, and you know, you want to be able to integrate certain things with that. Uh, uh, certain other features aren't there. Uh, some may take three or four days, the damn post-transactions. Well, you may need your money now. Right. So you need to sit down and set that appointment with doing that. Because a lot of times you're like, figure, I know what I'm doing, whatever like that. No, you don't. So you sit down with the business bank and meet by three different banks and let them know what kind of business that you have. Mm -hmm. How are they, how, how, how would you, you know, operate with them? Because a lot of them, you know, you have the big ones. Mm -hmm. They may offer, you know, instant transaction moving and stuff like that. You know, you may have to have some kind of intermediary like a Stripe where it can process go through. Or you may have a, a, a one of the ones like a PayPal or something like that where they can sit in that hub and you can move it around. Some banks can actually process stuff like, uh, like I say instantly. Some it takes a while. Mm -hmm. Some won't let you integrate and all. Some you want you want better connect portals from your website where they can actually interface into the. It just don't have it. Right. They just don't have it. And I, I and uh I'm speaking that from uh the um one of the banks we got with the uh. uh the new tax business with the Majestic and County, man, that damn bank, don't, they don't have any, uh, 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 I think, 2,023 features a bank should have. <laughs> it doesn't It doesn't affect us right? because I don't need it to for what we do with that particular account because mm -hmm. pretty much tax season, people pay, you know, we take the funds out, we just get straight deposits. Mm -hmm. You know, so I don't have, you know, everything running through Majestic as far as bills and things like that. So that company just... Get money in, get money in, get money in, get money in, whatever. You know, so it's not it's not necessarily needed. But if it was something that I actually needed to actually do processes with, especially like with Majestic, where 
you know, you know, now people come in, I gotta, you know, be able to receive funds. Mm-hmm. You know, people ask me, how you take payment? Shit, you know me. Any way you, you can, can get shit. <laughs> cash, check, it don't matter. <laughs> Zell, whatever. Right. I take it anyway. Swipe it, whatever. But that other bank, the other bank doesn't do that. They don't do that that, and that's what that's what, uh, majestic you know, I have that, you know, so with with a, with a chase. Mm-hmm. So actually, you know, you have to make sure that from a functionality. What's going on, Trey Nicole? How you doing? Appreciate you tuning in. Lane Love says she has a regular bank account that she uses, a credit union, and she said she went to Citizens Trust, uh, Citizens Trust Black-owned bank, and she met the president for for her business. So that's what's happening. That's what's happening. I ain't gonna say nothing about Citizens Trust. <laughs> I'm say nothing about them. <laughs> right. <laughs> Kind of what I'm talking about, that functionality stuff. <laughs> you know, that's what I'm talking about. You know, but but to going back to what I'm saying, depending on what your business is, that's why you need to meet with the business guys. You got your business set up, set an appointment with the business banker. Mm-hmm. Let them know what you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. Let them know what you're trying to do processing wise and things like that. And they can let you know, hey, this is what this is what we can, what we can't do, and the things we can do, this is how that goes. Mm-hmm. Or if we don't do it, this is maybe a way we can mitigate that. Have them conversations on the front end instead of, like, I can't believe y'all don't do this, that, and that. Right. Shit, the only thing to do ask from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Right? You right. know? And now you've been told it's really your fault because I done told you what to do. Right. So, again, guys, uh, uh, get that business banking account. Again, that's number five. Open that, uh, open that bank account up. Say hey to your mom before you go to number six. What's up, mama? <laughs> yes, they got them left. <laughs> She'll, she'll come in. She ain't the first yeah. person to show no more. Mama, Mr. Luther Mama Earl. coming in in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> let, me, let me put my house coat and my wig on before right. I get on my son's show. <laughs> Boy. Said Mr. Luther Earl, he need Leela Earl. <laughs> Got my mama coming on my show late. Right. <laughs> Appreciate you tuning in, Mom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You throwing off all our day Mother Day plans. But we're going <laughs> We're going to make it happen, you know. Uh, again, that was number five. We were talking about ten things you need to do before you start your business. We just did number five, which was uh, open up the business bank account. Now we're at number six, and this is a little bit from the, kind of similar to the compliance. Make sure you apply for all your license and permits. Mm-hmm. Super, super, super important. Here's the deal, guys, and, and this is why I talk about this a lot of times. Uh, you got to make sure that you uh, uh, whatever business idea you have, you meet with the zoning and all that kind of stuff was set up. The restaurants, mm-hmm. clubs, schools, and things like that. Certain things can't be in certain places. Right. And see, that's the funky part about that. And especially, guys, you're looking to get a particular business, and you want to do, uh, let's say you got you, you want to buy a building or something like that. And a lot of times, depending on the skill level of your uh, real estate agent, which most of them, they pass the test. <laughs> but they ain't going to sit here and tell you. They don't know that a bar, you buying this, or you want to buy this building and convert it to a bar, but that bar is 2,000 feet away from an uh, elementary school. Mm-hmm. You can't have that there. Okay. Right? Right. You know, you, you already got, you know, that uh, particular bed and breakfast you have is, you know, uh, uh, two blocks away from a church. And the city ordinance say you can't have that. Mm-hmm. You know? But your agent didn't know. They just sold them the dang business. It may not be right. whatever with that. You didn't know because you didn't know what to ask. But now you do because it's a short dollar telling you. Right. You want to make sure you understand very, very well. The, the idea of what you're trying to do with your business, you also are very versed in regard from a compliance standpoint. 
guy. So whatever, when you uh, are doing this, that's why I say again, try to do that front-end analysis, meet with the right people on the front-end. But permits and uh, licenses is everything. So again, you can go to the city and municipality where you're looking to start that business up and everything, mm -hmm. find out prior to. Right. Find out what your idea not you done went and got your LLC and all this other kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Listen, I'm looking at starting, you know, this little nightclub. I'm looking to open up this restaurant. What what areas are open up for that? And then once you know the areas, then you can start looking for, you tell your agent what to look up a particular thing. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't put all that shit on my agent just to trust them, you know, unless you actually know your company with a skill level. Right, like you've done with them before and it's been good. Or, exactly. Right, you have good experiences with them, it, not it, just somebody you met yesterday. It, exactly, right. because again, like, that's everything. You turn around, now you done signed this uh, lease and got all this stuff together, and you can't do what you want to open it up for. Mm -hmm. And God forbid you don't start some kind of damn build-outs and all this other kind right. of stuff, and then you don't turn around and did that to the person uh, to do it because you got, you know, uh, Mr. Johnny from the neighborhood setting up the bar and stuff in the club, but then when city come in, inspectors, man, the toilets ain't far enough. You ain't got right. a, a strong enough amperage in your uh, uh, your generators and stuff. Like, all that kind of stuff, you know, you supposed to have these many lights. All that kind of stuff you think, like, what the hell I need that for? But that's compliance. Right, and it, you know? and it goes through everything. Even when you're trying to flip houses, you know, a lot of people want to flip houses. I dealt with flipping houses, and this was a years ago, and uh, building out an old house. This was an old house, just building it out, remodeling it, doing the stuff inside. And then the, the guy from the city came along. He said, hey, you got to put all new um, PVC pipes in here. Run to the, run from here to the, from the house to the, to the drain. Once you get to the drain, you have to, uh, we'll hook it up for you. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, to the sewer line or whatever, we'll hook it up for you. Mm -hmm. But then somebody else from the city came out. It was a tree out there in front of the house, on the side of the house, where we had to run the drain through. That was an old tree. I mean, it was a hundred-year-old tree. He was like, "Hey, you can't cut the roots of that tree. You got to put now. The pipe had to go under the tree." He said, "You got to dig it out and leave the roots intact." That's what we didn't know. We were just gonna dig it out, take a backhoe, and he's like, "Nah, nah, nah. You can't cut the roots of that tree." So we actually had to dig by hand to go up under the root. To go up under the root, six feet down, because the pipe had to be six feet on the ground. Mm. We didn't know that. We, we would have started digging, and they would have been like, oh, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, it wouldn't find us for it, but we didn't know that because it was an older community, you know, older, you know, older landers, so it was just like, you can't dig, because if you dig, if you cut the roots, you're going to kill the tree. Yeah. That's basically what he was saying. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, but, but you know, I, you remember I told you when we did that, uh, me and my buddies went and bought that house downtown Decatur. Mm -hmm. One partner said he got to hook up with old girl. Okay. And we done oh, spent, my. we done got a 400 grand house right. downtown Decatur. Right. And uh, what that was, lad? That shit that was about, what, seven, eight years ago? Do you remember that when I got that? That might be before we did the show. I think it was before we did yeah, the show. Yeah, the show, man. We done bought the house. All of us done put in that 20 grand. Mm -hmm. And old girl started tripping or whatever. <laughs> oh, Lord. You know, I don't even know if old girl existed. Right, right. And that right, BJ. I don't even know that shit. If she damn existed. And then we turn around. Now, and that was to your point, now city coming out. And then, because you know how it is when you're dealing with that kind of stuff, they got to do this. And then you mm -hmm. apply for this. You know, they got to look at the plumbing. They got to look at the electrical. Then at the end of you putting these appointments in, you got this damn hard money loan and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Lord have mercy. I, like I said, I'm an expert to you. I lose money. I got to make it. I damn sure not to lose. I lose it, right? Shit. 
Yeah. I can tell you right there, but that was, you know, licenses and permits, everything. Mm -hmm. and, and, and what I would advise anybody, if you can get you an architecture, an architect, I'm sorry, architect or some kind of a... Um, Contract. Yeah, general contractor. Contract. They can actually, that knows code and know all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. They can help you out a lot. Yeah. Uh, even even when you start, even with something that's not even necessarily brick and mortar, but you got somebody can actually guide you through some kind of consultant, mm -hmm. uh, whatever your business is, if you need certain things, whatever, if you want to do, you know, mobile tutoring, uh, uh, office space or something, whatever, you know, you have some kind of compliance, them licensing permits are everything, guys. So make sure that you try to get that stuff done because that is definitely concerned. Something that can derail your whole damn plans if you haven't got everything together. Again, we're talking about 10 things you need to do before you start your business. Now we're at number, that was number six, now we're at number seven. And that's really get your brand together. Right. Get your brand together. This is very, very important, guy. When I say get your brand together, uh, far too often people want to create the business and deliver the business, but they ain't decided on you know who, who wants it. Right. See, we have to understand that we're not selling to ourselves. <laughs> Right. And, and, and here's the deal. My family enjoying my meals and my family paying for my meals. Two different things. Two different things. And right. So, again, what they like and what they find value in is two different things. Mm -hmm. So we got to make sure that we understand that, like, is, is this good for just the group that I'm serving now? Mm -hmm. Or is there actually a market that wants that? And I think that's very, very important because... People have to really understand they're not selling to themselves. Right. You got to understand who your customer is, where they live, where they at, what can they afford, what they can't afford, what are their dislikes, you know. And then other side, how to get to them. Mm -hmm. Print ad, social media, TV, radio, however it is. Mm -hmm. You got to get all that stuff together. That's part of that, you know, that uh, uh, business plan, but understanding that whole marketing, branding and stuff. Yeah. What When they see what, what, what separates you and everything. Now, again. Another part, again, you ain't got to spend a gazillion dollars to overthink that particular thing. But kind of keep in mind, you you have to understand who the hell you're going to deal with. Right. Who wants your product? Who wants your service? Again, that branding is everything. You know, what will be that identifying mark, right? You know, I don't think you ever confuse Mr. Short Dollar right. or Majestic. We know what everything we're doing there. And I've had some things like, damn, I kind of look like maybe running the mill. And there was no, no thing to distinguish, and I kind of get caught up in, you know, mm -hmm. we're missing certain things. But you got to understand that. Sometimes it ain't needed, but you still need to do the whole thought process of, of going through that. Mm -hmm. And uh, people, I think, really, really, really miss the boat on understanding that whole niche market and target customers and things mm -hmm. like that. Because, again, I think they, they think everybody wants to buy it. They but want that you, big market. Everybody wants that big market. But that niche market can sustain what niches bring riches. Right. That's all it did. <laughs> niches bring riches. Shout out to the Black Business Net, uh, uh, Speakers Network. Right. I learned that from Alan Lawrence. Right. Niches bring riches. Right. You know, the more you can, you know, concentrate on this is who, mm -hmm. this is my target. Right. You know, you can focus on it and they'll be your tribe and love you and take care of you mm -hmm. forever. You're trying to get to everybody, everybody's just getting that, you know, that's that's the thing that's, about it. That's you the know? thing we say here, you know, we try to stay within our niche. We know what our niche is. Yeah. We know what it is. We ain't mm -hmm. trying to be the big, you know what I'm saying, the big CBS. We know what we got going on. <laughs> at, at, at the end of the day, it's CBS, it, wherever they make $10 and it cost them $7 to make and they fall out three, cool. Mm -hmm. If you turn around and spend five, bring in $5 to cost you to make it two, it's still three. In mm -hmm. game, in game. <laughs> three huh? is three. Three is three. Right. <laughs> so that's the thing about it. I think people just need to just understand 
you know, just, you know, how you want to put that out with everything. That, and that can be any business, mm -hmm. you know, with your construction, your pressure washing, your painting, mm -hmm. your meals and all that kind of stuff. What's that demographic trying to hit? Right. You know, and everything and stuff like that. And I always kind of look at that, you know, just with that, you know. And again, it may be a product like a tax business that actually has several spans. It's kind of more general because everybody needs it, right? Mm -hmm. Kind of like even with insurance and things like that. Certain things a lot of folks need. Seeing they're in niche down, and you may be more of a high end, low end, this, that, and that. Mm -hmm. But you, you have to have to figure that out. And right. then next up, you figure out who they are. Then you got to figure out how to get to them. Okay. That's a, that's the two things. Two things do it, because I don't need to be posted on social media for a market that doesn't be on there. Okay, right. That that's not right. there. Right. 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 But, but it, especially if it's like an older market. Mm -hmm. But if I got to go on AM radio, the gospel channels to push that, and that's what most of them are. That's what I need to do. Okay. Even if I like it or don't like it, because remember, I'm not buying my stuff. Right. Right. So right. that's one of the things. That, again, I think a lot of people miss the boat on. So. Branding is very, very important. Again, guys, we're talking about 10 things you need to do before you start your business. That was number seven, establishing that brand. Um, remember, guys, I don't have it on there now, but go, uh, I will put the entire list on the YouTube channel. So remember, wherever you're looking at, uh, whatever platform you're watching us on right now, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, LinkedIn, TikTok, or Twitter, Mr. Short Dollar on YouTube. Google it. You'll see this handsome face pop up. Go to the channel, subscribe, take advantage of the 700 videos we have on the YouTube channel. We have an active grant playlist with over 150 grant opportunities. I've dropped out, what, four or five grant videos over the past week. Really? Really. I think we I had saw the, a few of them. Yeah, one we just released today. I'm oh. just saying, guys, listen, all the information is there, guys. Take advantage of it. And that's mm -hmm. just this week. Not even the ones we still have running prior to that. So go to Mr. Short Dollar on YouTube, guys. Super, super, super important. I want you guys to... Uh, uh, to look at, you know, uh, go to the YouTube channel, Mr. Short Dollar, subscribe to it. But if you can't, you remember it, Google Mr. Short Dollar. Too easy. Right. And, uh, uh, and make sure you subscribe and take advantage of all the great information on the channel. Again, 10 things you need to do before you start your business. We're at number eight. And that's fund your business. Here's the deal, guys. Fund your business however you want to do it. You know, your personal money, um, uh, personal funds, you borrowed it, loans, grants, or whatever. People call us all the time. Hey man, how to get the grants? How we get the money? Right. Y'all ass don't want to pay no damn by the back. <laughs> right. Everybody want to grab. Why get a grant? Why to get a grant? I don't get a payback. We just start up. Right. You gotta get started, together. That's the thing about a lot right. of time people. Hey, that's the number one question. I gotta get the grant. Where the money at? <laughs> man, look at him. Look at. Shit. <laughs> Like, I'm a Houdini. Right. It's a process to this. Yeah, it's a process to it. But one of the biggest things is what we said earlier, too, is just compliance. Mm -hmm. The reason why most people aren't getting awarded these grants is because you don't have the things that the grants require. You know? And we'll talk about that a little bit later in the show in regards to those grants and everything. I talk about it all the time why people missing the boat or missing opportunities with that. But uh, in regards to those uh, not receiving those grants. But when the whole advent of funding, guys, you got to be realistic about what you're trying to do. And remember what I said, that front-end analysis before you get started. All as um, employees and owners have two different perspectives on a business. Mm -hmm. When you're working in the business, and where a lot of times people work for me, what are they doing, lad? They count my damn money. Right. Hell, you doing this, we made this, we right. doing that. Right. You're working in a restaurant, they count your money. Right. They're looking at what's going in. The owner's perspective is cost. Mm -hmm. You know, I can make, I can sell these cakes at $10. 
But damn, it cost me nine damn dollars to make it. Right. With the flour, the, the the ingredients, the marketing, the advertising, all this other kind of stuff. As an owner, we always looking at cost. Right. And once I see the cost, can I mark up the price to be actually co- uh, to incur a profit where I can pay my bills and then have something left for me? Mm-hmm. And that's the thing a lot of times people don't really necessarily look at it or realize that. And you got to be realistic about when you start looking at, okay, the cost and everything, can I be able to bring enough money in to cover the cost? Mm. Be it a loan, be it bought, you know, my cashing in my 401k, family members, some kind of, you know, Indiegogo, Kickstarter, GoFundMe, grant, whatever. Can I still bring enough money to do that? And guys, you got to be realistic about it. You got to make sure, even when we start talking about borrowing that money, well, I just need 50000 yeah, it's better borrow seventy five or a hundred. Right. Because it's not if something happens, it's when something happens. You need to be prepared. But also, guys, you need to make sure you're very, very versed with handling finances and doing certain things. Because for some odd reason, I think people just get so intelligent when they got money in their account. <laughs> people get so smart when they get money. Right? right. I got all this money for a reason. Yeah, yeah. That's why everybody PPP, disaster money and shit gone. All right. Along with that damn business you started. Because uh-huh. you didn't know what the hell you were doing. I ain't trying to post salt on the wound. Right. But damn, you know what I'm saying? It, it's a, a, what is it, 9% of small businesses five after three years? It's something crazy now, ain't it? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's small. It's, you I, know, I, I want to say it's, I want to say it's a little bit higher. I've been 15. Shit, no, lad. But you know damn 15. Mean? I know it's under 10%. Okay. Well, I don't, well, I don't let's know. Let's just say 10. You, 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 you the Google man. You, yeah, you know, I, think shit. I just thought about yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. You the Google man. But I, I know that's like the barometer, but, it, but it, it's extremely hard. Yeah, but you know, small business will be able to survive, man. And the reason being, a lot of times people are prepared and wanted to make money, but they're not prepared to survive. Mm-hmm. Because again, you got your ebbs and flows, peaks and you know your, your peaks and valleys, and folks just aren't mentally for that. Fi- they're not ready for that mentally or financially, and you got to be able to weather them storms. And um, um, you can sit there and pray on it, and, if, and spiritually you, you can weather the storm, but your pocketbook can't. And that's what, you know, shrink a lot of folks because they don't have the the, the, the funding in their account, the access to capital just in case they need some kind of line of credit to cover certain costs and everything. And be also savvy enough to understand, well, I probably just need to, you know, get a little bridge loan to cover this. I might need to put in my cash through that. Let me do this. Let me leverage this out uh, with doing that. I don't need to spend cash. Though. We'll just get a loan to cover that and make sure once that's done to cover it. So uh, once everything's sold or settled up, we can we actually add a profit on top of the the cost to carry, those kind of things. You want me to throw out the number for you? Yeah, here it, we go. It says that the uh, business something society shows that approximately approximately twenty percent of new businesses fail during the first the first two years of being open. Forty five percent during the first five years. Sixty five percent during the first ten years. Only twenty five percent of new businesses make it. To 15 years or more. Wow. Man. 25%. God right. <laughs> and that, you know, it, it, we said there's a 20%, 20% last over the first two years. Uh-huh. That's, that's a lot, but the hell, I thought it was smaller than that. Well, we, yeah, yeah 20% three. for the first two, though. Yeah. Man, yeah. That, that's 20, how many survive. Yeah, yeah, that's just a I mean, I'm, no, I'm sorry, that's how many fail. How many fail? That's how many fail. How many fail? Right, right. So there 80% more businesses they'll be open up two years? Yeah, say how, how many businesses, new business fail during the first, 20% of new business fail uh, the first two years of being open. Damn. 
I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know that. You don't it. think so? Hell no. Hell no. Let's Hell try. No. Let's, uh... Hell no. Shit, I'm thinking about, I'm about getting an SBA number. <laughs> the only reason why I say that is I because... I look to five years to say the same thing. 20% of new business fail the first two years. Oh, no, no. What, 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 ain't, ain't, ain't Rural debate. labels, the labor statistics. That's what it is. They said BLS. And I okay. didn't know what those acronyms meant, but... But that's much better. Labor statistics. Well, 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 that's much better. They give me some kind of optimism and everything, so I stand corrected. That's cool. Mm-hmm. But I, shit, lab, hey. These 2022 numbers, they're not 2023 numbers, though. Oh, uh, well, you know, we still, we, that, that we got to go off the 2022. Right. But, man, uh, 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 I, I will say a lot of times, because people, you know, they're very quick to, add, you know, bring up that, you know, they don't have access to capital, certain things like that. Right. You need to be realistic. What you don't have you got to have some kind of vehicle in place to kind of get, you know, get to that. You know, how to cover when, you know, when off-season goes off. Because, you know, like I say all the time, shit, money out of taxis, my phone ain't ringing. Right. We got people want to get bookkeeping, people want to get payroll consulting. But, you know, you know, bing, bing, it's going off the hook oh, January the to April. Right. So I get the bulk of my money only, you know, uh, uh, during a big quarter, we really one quarter of the year. Mm-hmm. And I got to be disciplined enough to cover costs mm-hmm. for the rest of the year with that money and stuff. Most people ain't inept to doing that. So right. you got to understand how your money coming in, what kind of money you need to cover certain things. So that, you know, business funding, guys, you need to make sure you take a a, 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 a long, thought-out approach and don't necessarily have one particular way. That's why I, I, I wanted to share in regards to those grants. And I tell people that acquiring a grant is um, uh, one of the options. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, don't don't bank on just because of that, you know. Right. You got loans, you self-funded. It's just a one of several things you got to bring your money in and make sure you sustain yourself outside of, you you know, your regular operations covering mm-hmm. it. But you just start having that seed capital. You need to make sure that you got uh, uh, several different things. Right. They actually get, you know, to have established, uh, establish your business also kind of help you, you know, with running everything. So mm-hmm. that that's very important. Again, we're talking about 10 things you need to do before you start your business. Number nine is decide on where where to do your business. This mm. is very, very important, guys. This is very important because, um, especially right now in this day and age, you have a lot of options. So when, I, when we say where to start your business, so I, guess, I know you guys heard the whole thing over and over again over the years. Location, location, location. location right. But where we at now, you know, it's different. Right. You know, well, you, well, you ain't got to have brick and mortar. Right. You can be virtual, you can be mobile, all kind of stuff, your options are there. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, what you got to be realistic about is whatever platform, even though you have those options, still what we're talking about, what do your customer want? Mm-hmm. Some people ain't cool with moving around. They want you to be somewhere. Mm-hmm. They want accountability. Now, nah, hell no. Nah. If my stuff wrong, I need to go back and, and, you go right back and whoop you on your, you know, so, <laughs> you know, I don't want to always be able to deal with somebody that I can't, you know, from right. a virtual standpoint with do. I'm not comfortable uh, you know, you, you, you know, your, your food truck here this week and the day the next week and stuff like that. I'm not cool with that. And a lot of times people have to be, again, knowing your customer mm-hmm. because they're paying you. What's cool is because your concept of how you want to do your business got to still be feasible. Mm-hmm. And you might be a disruptor. You might be doing something that's thinking outside the box. Excuse me, traditionally nobody done before. I get it. Mm-hmm. Try it out. See how it works. Right. You know, and everything trial and error. You know, at the end of the day, I don't want to sit here and tell nobody what's right or wrong way to do something. And at the end of the day, you know, it may work for you. And I didn't work out for Pooch when I tried it. Right. Even though the same thing. 
Uh, but you can do that. But I understand that, you know, uh, uh, having that lo location in mind is very critical. Because, mm. again, I I'm still trying to figure out, like, like uh, uh, why the hell are they still building all these damn office buildings? And mm. you still got, you got so many people that really, really got away from that with the Zoom calls. And, I mean, I Zoom. Yeah, with the Zoom calls. Yeah. Uh, what's the other one? Uh, Teams and all that. Uh, me and uh, what's the damn? What's the? I'm saying Zap. It ain't Zap. It's uh, Slack. Okay. Slack and all those other kind where everybody just working virtually. Mm -hmm. You know, you got project teams all around the dang country. People ain't got to, You know, you know different groups and stuff. So you, it's just we're in a real virtual age. You know, where, where a lot of things ain't you know needed. And some things you actually have to go in where you got to see somebody do person-to-person -person transaction, mm -hmm. things like that. But figuring out, okay, that location, how you're going to do it, is very, very critical. I think I think a lot of the office buildings are still being built because they still want to, they still have that contract. You still got to build it. I mean, if it don't, you know what I'm saying? Once you once you get into a contract to build a building, state, city, local governments, and even with uh, the contractors mm -hmm. and stuff like that, you got that. They might start it before the pandemic. That's, you know, a, good, take, that's a good point. It takes years to get a building. Uh, you know, up and running and all that stuff. It takes years to get permits and land and all that. And once you got all that stuff going, even yeah. if even if a lot of people are virtual, you yeah. still got to build that building. Yeah, like you saying, you can't the 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 2018 contract just you know it can't just be changed in 2023 because right. nobody bids. And now that's a fair right. point. I never thought about that. That's no, a good point. Nobody's right? an office building. I don't even yeah. know this because I've done real estate for so long. I mean, we've had stores that literally closed the store went to bankruptcy and they were still building stores and we like uh y'all I mean they still gotta build a building they still gotta build a store we they obligated to build this store that's a good point though I wasn't thinking about that yeah. I wasn't thinking about that layout like I say that was a great point man whatever we agreed on a couple years but that that didn't you know get rid of our contract right. we still gotta you know you still gotta honor that contract so right. that's a good point man yeah yeah still honor that contract lab beyond that was number nine number ten guys this is it uh, lunch. Start the business up. Go on mm -hmm. start the business up. Get it going. Get it cracking and everything like that. And give it an honest try. Give mm -hmm. it an honest try. Stay on course. I mean, proper planning, guys, is essential uh, with doing it. You know, like I, I, I think a lot of times people get in, get, again, get in the business. And once the it's, it starts getting tight, now you got to pull from your personal money to keep it open and yeah, all that. Yeah. That's your test to see if you really want that thing. Right. That's your test. But, and now not only that, but you got to realize... I think we so we get so, and I'm I'm hoping we get away. We get so tied up in instant gratification. It takes years for a business to become successful. Businesses don't become successful because you post on Instagram today and tomorrow everybody wants your stuff. It takes takes years for that to happen. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, and that, and and that's the thing about it, man. Um, um I listened to this one brother. He, uh, I forgot, man. But I know he was do the click funnel thing, but they here in Atlanta. I think he do like training or something like that. His wife was a fire chief or whatever. Mm -hmm. But anyway, he said he stopped to do his own thing. And one year was just struggling. Mm -hmm. Then a year and a half later, everything spiked. Mm -hmm. But that's the kind of thing, even like we talk about with this show, what would you be willing to do two or three years when you ain't making no money right. that you love doing? And a lot of times, I, t I tell people, when you self-employed, the byproduct is money. You know, and that's why I said, I was telling you, I had a conversation with a family member, mm -hmm. people bringing up to him, he wasn't making no money, mm -hmm. you got to make money, they telling him, but they don't know that, because they ain't never went down that road. Right. I ain't knocking nobody, but if a person ain't, you know, it ain't the same 
well, you know, again, if if I got this safety net job, then I'm trying to do this business. Mm. But once you out here by yourself with your business, you got to be okay with, hey, this shit going to be scary and all this kind of things. You want to, you know, have this business and money is kind of getting scarce. Mm. That ain't necessarily, and again, you know your ship's sinking or not. But once you want to go down this damn road, you're going to have the moments where you're going to second guess yourself. And, man, I need to get me a job. I need to do this, that, mm-hmm. and that. You're going to have the moments. But you also got to sit there and say to yourself, look, if I get this job, it's going to take away from 80% of my time. I ain't going to be able to focus with this right. with my dream. So you, it, 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 it's a very, entrepreneurship is a very frightening, lonely, scary walk. Mm-hmm. And if you want to go down that road with certain things, you, your passion, your love for it got to be overriding your fear of failing and losing and things like that. Uh, again, whatever level you want to have. You want to have just, you know, we talk about those three levels, just entry. I just got me like a, you know, uh, multi, multi-level marketing thing. Or I got me a couple of things, you know, on the side in addition to my job. Or I want to go all the way in it. You got to be realistic. Whatever level you go into, can you get a proper commitment and make the proper sacrifices to be successful with it? be successful with it, that's, yeah. the, that's the key thing. Plan is everything, man. So those are my 10, ten things you got to do. Uh, 10 things you need to do before you start your business. Again, I will put the full list in this entirety on the uh, in the description section of the uh, YouTube channel uh, with doing it. Well, let me go. Re- let me read them all over for you guys again. Uh, the first one is find out find your why. Why do you want to do this? Why do you want to start your business? Uh, write that business plan. Get that plan together. Some kind of roadmap, a blueprint. Third is assign that business structure, LLC, C Corp, S Corp. Uh, from that, make sure if you don't, you're not for sure what to do, you get proper advice in regards to what to do with that. Uh, number four, get that paperwork together. Make sure you're in compliance with everything. Got your I's dotted, T's crossed. Make sure you get, again, proper counsel. Make sure you're on the right path for what you need. Number five, open up that bank account. Make sure you get set an appointment with that small business banker rep. Make sure you set an appointment up so you can tell them what you need to do, what you're trying to do, what kind of service they provide? Can they can can they or can they not provide the things that you need with your particular business? Um, moving fast. Number six, apply for all your license and permits. Don't get caught up, you know, start spending money for stuff, then everything I get towed down and started back over because you didn't do all that stuff on the front end. Number seven, get that brand together. Who you want to uh, sell to, who you who you want to deliver your products and services. Remember, you do not pay for or buy your products. So those people that, that actually do it, that's who you need to make happy. Uh, how you gonna fund that business? How you gonna get it together? Be it loans, grants, borrowers, savings, uh, cashing in your retirement. However you wanna do it, make sure you find that out. <coughs> get that stuff together before you start your business. Number nine, where you want to decide on what that location, where you wanna start up. Brick and mortar, virtual, mobile. Get all that stuff, that ideas together. It may evolve, it may change. Don't be afraid to prospect. Don't be afraid to experiment, but be realistic what you can and can't do. And most importantly, number 10, launch it out, get it started, okay? Those are the 10 things you need to do before you start your business. I hope you guys enjoyed that information. With that said, guys, I'm going to open the floor up. The phone line is here. Feel free to give me a call. I'll give you guys about 10 minutes to give you a call. If you got any call in regards to, you know, business, entrepreneurship, funding, grants, things like that, I'm going to open the floor up. You feel free to give me a call if you got any questions. The number here to, uh, for the call-in is 678-740-9894. Again, the call-in number is 678-740-9894. If you put a question in the chat, if you got a question in regards to uh, anything being related, you got me on right now. So, again, that's 
740-989-4. You know, so we're going to hang on. Anybody got any questions, feel free to drop your questions on me now. Or you can call in 678-740-9894. Anybody got any questions, Larry, let me know. Anybody on TikTok, anybody on Instagram got any questions they want to ask? Feel free, Facebook, YouTube, feel free to ask your questions. You ain't got to call in. You put it in the chat. If you want to call in, 678-740-9894. You know, we were talking about 20% fail the first uh, two years. That's out of 5,044,748 businesses started in 2022. Small business started. So 20% of that is a lot. Yeah. I didn't know 5 million businesses start every year. Mm. They said um, on average there are 4.4 million businesses uh, are started every year. 4.4 million. Wow. Every year. Wow. Interesting. Right. Whew, wow. <laughs> uh, Slick said, what did he have to say about grants? He just wanted, what did you Slick say, what you have to say about grants? The only thing I was saying about the grants, you can go to Mr. Short Dollar on YouTube. We introduced, I think, five different grant opportunities uh, for guys, people to take advantage of. One big thing I do want to say about grants, uh, the biggest reason people are not getting funded for these grants is compliance. People, the pandemic got everybody messed up. Everybody think they ask money. People ask about these startup grants and things like that. Mm-hmm. Remember, guys, um, you look at it from a common sense standpoint. You know, no, I don't say common sense. I mean, I'm sorry. I, I don't mean that. But what I would just say from a logical standpoint, nobody's going to give you money for no damn reason. Right. So, you know, when you're just saying, hey, I'm here, can y'all just give me money? Nobody, no person, no bank, nobody give you money. So the government ain't going to do the shit either. Or no entity ain't. So what happens a lot of times, grants are created theoretically to solve problems. So people come out of prison, disabled veterans, uh, developing a community or whatever. You have to understand that you got to figure out a way to solve that problem to get awarded the grant. Mm-hmm. And craft your application accordingly. And a lot of times people don't want to do that. Or they say you may have to have three people working this much capital in the bank, you have this much experience and things like that, they're going to ask for that, just basic compliance, and people don't have that. Well, so you just got... That letter be the one that holds a lot of people up. That who? That letter, that grant. You know, you have to write that grant, write a proposal. Yeah, write a, write a proposal. And again, we're doing that. Uh, still being able to, be able to make the deliverables. Mm-hmm. That's the other thing. What I mean by that is, they may say, we, you know, if you say you're going to do community work and they may want you to impact X amount of kids each year, X amount of homeless people, being able to sit here and show them a picture that we actually did have, you know, 10 people, 10 kids in this class where we talked about mentoring. We was on the street and we counted 20 homeless people that we did feed. You got to make sure you hit on that, you know, and, and, and I think a lot of times people miss, miss on that compliance standpoint. So that's why I say you need to have more than one way that you're looking at bringing uh, funding and things like that into your, uh, into your business in regards with that. But that was it for the grants. Anybody else got any questions? I'm going to see you. Nobody came in? On your Facebook, on Facebook and YouTube. Okay, I don't see any questions. 
Okay. And in and out, but they ain't said nothing. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Well, listen, guy, like I said, if you came in later or anything like that, you felt like, hey, I missed out or I missed some information, go to Mr. Short Dollar on YouTube. Mr. Short Dollar on YouTube. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Again, Mr. Short Dollar on YouTube. Go to the YouTube channel, subscribe. Check out the shortest entirety. We also got over 700 other videos on the YouTube channel for you to take advantage of. We have a grants playlist with over 150 grant opportunities for you guys to take advantage of. Go to Mr. Short Dollar on YouTube. I promise you it'll change your life with all the information in regards to entrepreneurship, business, finance, all that kind of information is there. Free. You know? So, again, best of luck with you guys. Hope you enjoy the information we put out. We'll be on my other YouTube channel, Change Your Lives, next week. Um, what's, what's going on? Happy oh, yeah, yeah. Happy Mother's Day to my mom and all your other moms out there. Enjoy yourself and all your expected moms. Enjoy your day. Enjoy your day, ladies. Take care. Love you. Talk with you soon, and uh, I'm forgetting something. Now that's it. Be safe out there. Talk with you soon. All right. <laughs>